0: On tonight's episode of the podcast, we talk NBA free agency, we talk Olympics, catch up on the NFL Hall of Fame enshrinement, and the first NFL game of the year. This is the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Saturday, I guess. Uh, Welcome to a new episode of the podcast. It's been a while since I've done an episode of the podcast. Nothing bad happened or nothing crazy happened. I just was away on vacation. I had a wedding to attend to, had my civilian job. Lots of stuff going on the last week and a half where I just kept busy and went away, visited some family, you know, a lot of stuff going on, but it's good to be back. It's kind of recharged, reset, ready to go. I know last episode I said I would be back on Monday, uh, definitely lost track of time, definitely just lost that and tried to reset and get myself back into it, so here I am, new episode, new everything, ready to roll uh, for this, lots to catch up on, it's been an exciting couple, a week and a half, I would say almost two weeks, you can kind of say, with everything, uh, going to an MLB game this weekend. Uh, As you know, I'm recording in Canada. Uh, In Ontario, the Blue Jays are back in Canada. They kicked it off last weekend. Red Sox, my Red Sox, are playing in Toronto this weekend, so I will be attending that game as well. So definitely looking forward to that this weekend. Uh, Lots of crazy stuff going on. Canada doing extremely well at the Olympics winning many gold medals we're excited about i know it's not compared to what china the u.s japan all the other countries that are just dominating the medal counts but it is exciting for the events uh what we're looking at here especially when last week i did talk about the 10 olympians to look out for and all those olympians have been doing very very well and i will talk about that later on the episode of the podcast but definitely going to be lots of stuff to catch them on this week uh Big NBA free agency kicked off. We had the draft. Kyle Lowry is no longer a Toronto Raptor. Uh, we had NBA uh, sorry MLB trade deadline continue. I know I talked a little bit about NHL free agency last week and how that's going on, but lots of stuff going on there. I talked about the NHL draft as well. Um, it definitely you know it definitely is a lot more exciting when it's MLB trade deadline. And NBA free agency, the draft, definitely brings a little bit more excitement compared to the NHL. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with the NHL and how it proceeds with its free agency. I know it's a lot bigger here in Canada. We'll see how well it's going to do in the States with ESPN taking over the coverage. Uh, But with the way they handle free agency here in Canada definitely makes it a lot bigger. But when you're looking at the American market, it's kind of a different story. They definitely do excited for MLB trade deadline. They're definitely always excited for... NBA the draft is pretty big especially when you look at the NFL as well that also came back this week we have the Hall of Fame inductees go in as well so I'll be talking about that but like oh man how could I forget about the NFL first game came back this week you know that was kind of exciting to see I know a lot of people were excited that 7.3 million viewers tuned in to watch that which is kind of exciting because it's the first nfl preseason game i know it's the hall of fame game usually big events everything going down in canton but you know football is back we're in training camp we're in getting getting ready to set mode here i will be talking about my indianapolis colts as well so definitely going to be exciting um, I will be bouncing back and forth because, again, the last week and a half was just crazy. I will be doing a shout-out to our Canadian athletes tonight on the episode of the podcast. Uh, definitely looking forward to that because, uh, you know what, we had some Canadians do amazing things over the last week and a half, which is incredible, remarkable, big. So definitely I uh, have to give credit to those athletes who are representing our country. So kicking off with, well, I'm going to start with NBA M- Free Agency. Definitely been exciting lots of big news um Steph Curry signing a big deal Kevin Durant signing an extension you know we have lots of lots of money being moved around as we're talking right now Uh, Masai Ujiri has re-signed with the Toronto Raptors which is big as well Raptors made some deals too uh, as well which is exciting and I'll get to that as well so I'm definitely going to be pulling up some free agent trackers especially today today was big, uh, We especially for the Raptors. I'm going to be pulling up the Raptors right now for what they've been doing because, you know, it's been good. It has been good. Uh, so today or sorry, the last couple of days, Aaron Baines has been waived. DeAndre Bembry, uh, Rodney Hood is gone. Stanley Johnson we're still waiting on. Uh, Kyle Lowry is now with the Miami Heat. Uh, that was in a trade uh, sent there. Gordon Dragic as well as Precious being sent back. So that's uh, freeing up some space it was a sign in trade which is good Gordon Dragic who I am very happy with you know I've been a fan of his for a while definitely like him on the bench but we'll see how that goes because there's rumors that he's going to be switched uh Gary Kent Trent Jr. has re-signed with the Toronto Raptors um Ken Birch re-signed as well so that's exciting to see so we're definitely looking forward to what's going to be happening but Raptors did wave some players. They're still looking for a center, which is definitely going to be big because they kind of need one at the moment. We're, we're definitely struggling at that position when we're looking at it here. But you know what? Definitely excited to see what's going on uh, for this year. We're waiting to see what uh, Kawhi Leonard's going to do as he is going to be uh, a free agent but expected to re-sign. Uh, Lonzo Ball has signed with the... Chicago Bulls with a sign-in trade. Uh, DeMar DeRozan has been traded to the Chicago Bulls, so you have that going on. So that's exciting to uh, see as well. You know, you have DeRozan coming back to the East after spending a f- couple years with uh, the San Antonio Spurs. So that's good to have him there as well. So we'll see what's going on. Iguodala reunites with the Warriors. I did talk about Kyle Lowry leaving Um Oladipo is going to be re-signing as well. So definitely intriguing to see how everything is going to be going on in the next little bit. Just because it's, you know, exciting. Like money is being tossed around. And a lot of money has been tossed around uh, this week. And you definitely see how big it goes as well just because of how everything plays out. But it's definitely going to be exciting. Um, Definitely going to be a different Raptors team when you look at it at the end of the day. That's what it's... Basically looking like right now on how that's playing out. And again, the Raptors, uh, they're still looking at um, right now, trying to find that center. Like we do have Kim Birch, who is re-signed. You have Freddie Gillespie, but it's, it's it's kind of interesting to see how that's going to be playing out. Uh, but right now, you know, have a lot of questions. Uh, so let's just say, let me just take a look here at the Raptors again, going back to it. Uh, Freddie Gillespie re-signed. Uh, is going to be with them. Paul Watson Rodney Hood uh, Brembury and Aaron Baines all waived. Uh, Lowry was resigned but signed to are traded to the Miami Heat and a signed trade deal Ken Birch signed for a three years 20 million dollar deal which is good you get a center but again we have no centers over six nine six ten which is kind of concerning at the moment but again I can't I shouldn't be repeating myself but it's definitely been big. Uh, the LA Lakers uh, making splashes. Brian Westbrook, or sorry, yeah, Brian Westbrook was traded to. uh Sorry, not Brian Westbrook. I'm thinking football. Russell Westbrook definitely had that little confusion there as well. Russell Westbrook traded to the LA Lakers. Not only that, you have uh, Dwight Howard returning as well. Definitely going to be intriguing to see how this works out with Westbrook. You know, Dwight Howard coming back, you have AD, so definitely going to be exciting to see and how this team's looking. Carmelo Anthony, who was playing with Portland for a long time, rejuvenated his career for a little bit in that short period, uh, is now with them as well, so definitely going to be cool to see and how that turns out, um, how everything's going to work out. The age is definitely going to be the question mark for this team, uh, but we'll see how it goes, but definitely... Intriguing to see. I didn't mention Steph Curry's big contract over two hundred million dollars. Uh, we have a lot of other players resigning. Trey Young got his deals. Uh, right now, Jimmy Butler's getting the max extension. So money is being tossed around for this. So definitely a lot of max contracts as well. luka Doncic should be coming up shortly. Uh, but it's going to be big. Uh, big. Lots of lots of money is just. Just everything is just being spent, spent, spent. And you know what? People are just excited to see Jared Allen. I know a lot of people were hoping to get him to sign as well. Andre Drummond is now signing with uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. So we'll we'll see how this all plays out. Uh, One big deal I was excited about, Chris Paul re-signing with uh, the Phoenix Suns for over 120 mil. So that's... Going to be very, very good for this team. Lots of potential with this team. So we'll see how Phoenix goes and goes back. Do they go back to the finals? Who knows. But we definitely see that Chris Paul is liking this team, liking this environment for the Phoenix Suns. But we are excited to see that uh, the NBA draft went on last week as well. Uh, last Thursday, and know a lot of people knew what was going on, who was going first, this, this, and this. Uh, but another thing that threw some people off were just, you know, the Raptors, uh, who they picked at number four. Early picks were stating, oh, Jalen Suggs, but they went with Scotty Barnes. Now, there were early talks about Scotty Barnes being that pick. Um, so that's nothing really shocking. If you've been listening to what the Raptors have been doing the last little bit, just because they thought. You know, Suggs, he was the best pick. He was there. We saw he was capable of doing that. He was the most pro-ready person. There are early reports that, well, actually, rumor reports after the draft that Suggs was not doing so great in the interviews with the Raptors, not his workouts were the best, that Scotty Barnes met everything that they liked with it. Like they liked everything about him, the energy, the play. The, f- the ceiling apparently is higher. That's the one thing the Raptors on. And the Raptors have been taking reaches on development. That's what it is. Siakam is one. OG and Nobi. We've seen that with Fred Van pleet We've seen it with other players as well. I know you have ups and downs of what goes on, but, you know, it is it is exciting to see. Um, so 6'8", 225. Uh, plays forward. So I know a lot of people are questioning, will that be the end of Pascal Siakam? Who knows? But you're definitely looking at the uh, space. But Barnes can also play the guard position as well, which he has the talent for too. But he is a talented player. So we'll see how everything looks forward going forward uh, with this team. So he's got good defensiveness. He definitely, a lot of people are like, well, he came off the bench. But we saw what Chicago did with Williams last year when they drafted him fourth which is good as well so we'll see how everything goes through he can kind of play that um, point guard position if needed he can control the offense he can play very well in defense it's definitely going to be interesting to see what his ceiling is going to be with that and I know a lot of people like well we should take Suggs he's a he's a guard we don't have Kalar, he's being traded We'll see how everything goes. Gary Trent Jr. has been resigned, so you can move him to the guard position. You can let Barnes develop. Right now, they do need a center. Like Again, they're missing a center. They have a big wingspan. Nine players at 6'9", so they definitely are looking at size for a reason, but nothing bigger than that. Uh, Ken Birch is going to be playing at center, which is great. Uh, he might be the starting center, as much as I know people want Chris Boucher, but Chris Boucher is not really a center. He's know it's definitely a four power forward you can look at that so definitely when you see that there so we'll see how the Raptors play we'll see what bosch or not bosch does Well oh, bosch by the way is going to the hall of fame but uh looking at uh nick nurse we'll see how that plays out masai i know they still have work to do but definitely looking up uh but the other picks Jalen Green, like the first three were predicted. Kate Cunningham was going to go to Detroit. Green was going to go to the Rockets. Evan Mobley, who I wanted the Rockets to try and go for, because of the desperation of the center position, also the love for me being a uh, USC fan. So hopefully they have him there. But you know we can't always get what we want. But I am excited for the Scotty Barnes pick, just because the growth is there, the 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 eligibility the. the Talent is there, so it's definitely gonna be an exciting season to see what these Raptors teams, and we'll see what they do with uh, the center position. That's the key. Again, we faced this problem last year. We saw what happened. Can they do any di- uh, different? Anything different? I know they're looking at possibly trading Dragic. Gr- Can that be what we bring in for a center? So we'll see. A lot of depth pieces. A lot of a lot of pieces there. So definitely gonna be an exciting off-season for the NBA and for the Toronto Raptors. Well, the NFL is back. As I talked earlier on in the podcast, we had preseason going on. We had the Hall of Fame game going yesterday. Tonight is the Hall of Fame inductions uh, for our new recipients, which is exciting to have, especially if you are a Colts fan, a Lions fan, Steelers fan. It's just great all around. Also, Broncos, Buccaneers. It's definitely a big night for the world of the NFL because we're inducting these legends into the, the Hall of Fame the first game of the NFL has been well first game of the NFL season I guess kicked off yesterday or on sorry on Thursday with the Steelers and Cowboys we all know the history between the two clubs Steelers winning 16 to three, and you know what? It's not really an exciting game. It's the first game of the preseason, first NFL game since the Super Bowl. 7.3 million people tuned into that, which was more than the Stanley Cup Finals, almost three times as much as the Stan- or sorry yeah three times as much uh, as the Stanley Cup Finals. So definitely exciting to see that. Uh, But, you know, nothing really big. Nothing really stood out. Uh, Dwayne Haskins had a nice, quiet night. Nothing really too exciting. Probably couldn't improve it. Mason Rudolph led with the most passing yards for the uh, Steelers. Garrett Gilbert with the most yards total for the game. Not really many starters playing in this, as you know. Um, Uh... Big Ben wouldn't be playing in here, so we're not seeing that. We're not seeing the full stars. Najee Harris, the first-round pick out of Alabama, was there as well. So definitely, you know, wondering what's going to be happening. We'll be doing episodes later on, but the first game's not really exciting. It's not really what they're looking at right now. What they are looking at is basically the Hall of Fame itself, which which happened last night. So the inductees were Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Charles Woodson, John Lynch, Alan Fanica, Drew Pearson, uh, coach Tom Flores, and also uh, contributor Bill Nunn. So those are your Hall of Fame inductees. We all know what... Uh, Peyton Manning has done. We all know what Calvin Johnson has done. One of the most exciting wide receivers there. Charles Woodson uh, playing for the Raiders and the Packers, winning a Super Bowl with the Packers. John Lynch, exciting, exciting career with the Buccaneers leading that defense. We saw what he did with the, uh, the Broncos. Alan Fanica, which is probably one of the greatest offensive linemen Uh, in history. I've talked about it before when I did the top 10 offensive linemen. Uh, Played for the Jets, uh, Steelers, and also the Cardinals. Most notably, you would remember him as a Steeler, especially with that big, powerful offensive line. But it was incredible uh, to see as well. And, you know, last year you had, we also had people from the Hall of Fame getting inducted this year. So it was kind of a combination of Hall of Famers. So it wasn't just the ones I was talking about. There was other players getting in because of covid last year the inductions but they still had it so uh the 2020 class was also inducted too i should have mentioned that early not just the 2021 usually there's only x amount so you had isaac bruce jim covert bob dylan winston hill another guard who i've talked about as one of the greatest steve hutchinson uh, Edrin James and if you're a Colts fan you love him you know you're happy for him as well always always trying to get in there USC's great and also Steeler great Troy Palomalu Don Donnie Shell as well from the Steelers so definitely had more coming in head coaches Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher both inducted as well uh uh, the great Steve Sable, George Young, all of them were inducted as well. So, incredible night. So, technically, I shouldn't have just included those. It was a big night overall for the, the Hall of Fame. When you have last year's and this year's all combined into one. If you're a Colts fan, it's exciting because you see Edron and you see Peyton Manning getting inducted in. Marvin was just a, couple, a few years ago, so it's definitely great to see that. But it is a big event. It is a big honor for all these greats, and seeing them growing up, playing—you know—it's—it's great. Also makes you feel old as well when you're seeing those guys that you watched growing up uh, in elementary school, high school, college, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, seeing what their careers were like. Definitely could be very, very, very—you know—brings a little tear to your eye, I guess. But definitely exciting, great to see, and happy for Peyton, happy for Edge. Just because, you know, these were the guys that I watched when I started becoming a Colts fan. We saw what they're capable of. You know, I wish they were to, able to win a Super Bowl together. I really do. really wish Edge stayed. You know, sometimes I wish Peyton Manning took less money and all this stuff. There's a long list of things I wanted to happen with those teams back in the day. But... It is what it is. They all were inducted to the Hall of Fame. They all had tremendous, tremendous careers, and I'm very happy for all of them as well. Um, wish I could have been there. I know with COVID and everything, the borders are still a little closed, but I wish I could have been there to watch, and it would have been exciting to see all these guys play, and or sorry, all these guys get inducted to hear the speeches. Would have been a great, great weekend in Canton to see, the, see these guys. Uh, but uh, NFL training camp has started, Definitely a lot of exciting things. New deals. Josh Allen just got a new contract extension. Colts camp. Carson Wentz gets hurt. It's Jacob Eason's season now, so we'll see how it plays out. Quentin Nelson hurt as well. So definitely a lot of question marks going on with my Indianapolis Colts. But um, start getting into that over the next week or so. Monday, definitely going to get more into it. Got a lot to catch up on tonight. So definitely we'll be catching up on uh, NFL next week, getting into training camp, looking at everything, because you know what, it's getting there, we have the preseason games technically starting next week, so breaking down some of those games, looking into it, so definitely going to be exciting to see as well, because you know what, it's it's definitely going to be fun with the NFL season coming back, plus fantasy, talks, who's going what, where, uh, so we'll be seeing that, so next week i will be back with NFL, breaking down teams, getting everything in there getting slowly back into it just because you know what it's COVID it's kind of hard to see I'll definitely be having my rants about the Indianapolis Colts we all remember some of those from last year and how I felt especially with Rivers all this and that so definitely happy that the NFL season's back and it's definitely gonna be an interesting and interesting year for my Colts Well, it's definitely been an exciting Olympics. I can say that we've had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of question marks. I know a lot of people have questioned players, or sorry, athletes' characters. I shouldn't say players, athletes' characters. Uh, Players are playing on a team. These are athletes, and, you know, we've seen a lot of things. But the one thing that's been great is what has team canada has been doing um, i know they're not really screaming out in the metal total count they're not dominating everything like team usa china japan great britain every team that is out there showing what they're capable of doing nothing like that we know because when you're looking at the medal counts Team USA has 100, China has 81, Japan 51, and Canada is sitting in 13th with a total of 23 with 6 golds. And the one thing is too, we're looking at it here, they're definitely focusing on the golds now since the Winter Olympics, since Canada won with the most amount. So China is in the lead with 37 golds, USA with 32, Japan 24, Great Britain 18, Russian Olympic team, which has basically been banned from Olympics, but they have a committee or a group, uh, which is 17. Australia with 17 as well. And, you know, and I talked about Canada with six. But it has been exciting. And definitely been monumental events, Canada winning as well. It is. And this today was an example of it. Or Sorry, not today. I keep referring to today. It is Saturday because I just recorded It is early early in the morning for saturday uh friday had just ended about an hour or so ago uh but you know definitely an exciting you know friday uh for canada uh definitely been an exciting week for canada a lot of events going on it's been been a great two weeks uh, when we look at most events, we always see how many athletes are in the swimming events. We, we did see that. You saw that with Team USA, the track events, multiple USA athletes there, gymnastics, everything. Just incredible with what these athletes are doing. Um, but, you know, it's all about the programs all well, about what they have. We know how big U.S. is with the amount of the population. Their, their men's golf team was for it because... In the world golf rankings, they were in. The, they had four in the top 15, so they're allowed to have that many. And they're the t- two, three, four, and five uh, ranked golfers in the world. So that's what you have there as well. But let's focus on Canada. Let, let's do that. We've had an exciting, exciting week. Shout out to Penny Alexiak, brother of Jamie Alexiak. But Penny is now the most decorated Canadian Olympian in history with seven total medals. Uh, received, And she's only 21. So we, we know that there, there's no closing window. She still has at least one, maybe two Olympics to go. So she can be, you know, it will it could be unattainable. Now there is Andre de Grasse, uh, who has that as well. I don't think he's going to get to the point where Penny Oleksiak is, because he only does the three events. He does the relay, the 100, and the 200. And you know what? He, he's got six medals. It's, it's incredible what he has done for canada as well especially with in rio and with it he's done this year as well and a lot of people were questioning the year of usain Bolt. this is the first year where you know usain's not there where he's not going to be dominating so what was going to be going on there a lot of people hoped that he would win the 100s so did i a lot of people were questioning about his place where he was standing he was in the ninth lane we know different factors and everything but he definitely showed his speed but the one thing is, and I was definitely confident in him in winning was, was going to be the 200. And which he did. He brought home gold, which was just remarkable for what he has done. But the one thing that has been great about these Olympics, and for Team Canada alone, uh, Andre de Grasse was actually the first male to win the Olympics, or win a Olympic medal. Let's put that in there. So we were basically already at 12 medals. Andre brought us the 13 And 12 of them have been won by women, which is remarkable and says a lot about our athletes. Women's softball dominating. Uh, Jessica Klimkat, that I talked about as well, winning in judo, uh, receiving the bronze. Uh, We're also looking at uh, LaPointe, uh, who won in kayak sprints. Uh, We also talked about uh, Kylie Massey uh, winning twice, uh, receiving uh, for her medals which is incredible. Winning the 102-meter backstroke, uh, which is incredible for her. Um, Jennifer Bell, uh, Beaulieu uh, for women's diving. Uh, The the women's relay team, they just were incredible as well. Alexiak again, you also had Margaret McNeil, who was incredible. She came away with three medals uh, in this Olympics. Our women's soccer team, winning the first ever Olympic medal for these events. Well, they won before, but winning the gold medal. So I shouldn't say they have never won a medal. They, we saw what they've done in the past, but what, them just winning the gold medal today against Sweden, winning that matchup, which is incredible coming back. Giving credit to our women's eight for rowing, winning the gold there as well. Uh, there's also Maude Sharon winning weightlifting there. And also, Margaret McNeil, I talked about, winning the three medals, one of them including gold in the 100-meter women's butterfly. So the women have just been remarkable. And it's not just women for Canada. Women in general for the Olympics have just been dominating and been extremely, extremely... You know, ex- ex- exuber- uh, I, can't, I can't really use the word to describe it. It's just been incredible. There we go. I've been incredible for these Olympics. And it's really standing out. And it's great. We're seeing them get, just getting more and more recognized. We see the power there. And they definitely deserve the credit. And when you look, like I stated, Andre de Grasse was the first um, Canadian male to win an Olympic medal. And we were already at 12. And the women were just dominating and showing their strength, which is remarkable. Which is incredible and they deserve all the credit for that. they, they definitely do. And it's and it's great. You know what, other athletes too? You know what? Damien Warner, who just won the decathlon, which you know definitely shows that he's probably the greatest athlete right now in the world for what he is doing. It's a two-day event. You're doing the 100-meter hurdles. You're doing 1,500 meters. You're doing javelin shot. You're doing long jump. And he was breaking records. He was. He was breaking records. He's the first Canadian to win the decathlon, which is remarkable. And he was sending Olympic records as well. But he just... A two-day event with all those events. Ten events that they had to do. Ten events. And just destroys your body especially with the, how hot these olympics have been the women's soccer got moved due to the heat so it definitely is just remarkable remarkable on what these athletes have done at these games and that's what they deserve um but again a women the women just remarkable what they have done um they've definitely carried canada they definitely had the majority of the medals listen um under the grass, walking away with three at these olympics which is great. Mohammed Ahmed. Uh, I talked about him and my uh, athletes to look out for, uh, placing silver uh, for the 5,000 meter, finished six in the 10,000 meter. Uh, but again, incredible for what he has done. And I talked about Kilbet, our women's softball team, getting that as well. uh Beauchemin Bernard winning uh, bronze as well. Penny Alexiak, again, I will give her recognition, the most decorated Canadian with now seven Olympic medals. Uh, and again, her career is still brighter than ever because we still have at least one or two more Olympics as well to see what she is capable of doing. Uh, DeGrasse, I've always talked about, it. again. Uh, Lorraine Genest, uh, receiving bronze as well. Uh, Evan Dunphy, uh, winning the 50K race walk. or He didn't win it, received the bronze for it. The men's relay team for track. And then uh, LaPointe and Vincent, I uh, talked about them as well, uh, receiving uh, possibly getting a medal. So the athletes that I did talk about in teams, I did mention that as well. Unfortunately, Brooke Henderson's golf, and I will be talking about the golf at the Olympics in a moment because, you know, I've talked about golf multiple times on this podcast. I even do specials. Don't forget that. But again, um, sadly, the, uh, w- men and women's golf did not really succeed uh, Corey Connors gave it a shot um, but again the women are out of, or men and women were both out of contention for getting medals which is tough, you always hope to see them get there but it is what it is uh, women's are going into the final round uh, the men's were good uh, congratulations to Xander Shifley for winning the gold on that, just incredible there was a playoff for the bronze it was about a 7 person playoff which was just remarkable to see uh, for that. So good for them. So yeah, I've just got the scores here. Uh, Shifley with a 18 under for the four rounds, just all four rounds under 70. Uh, and then Sabatini, again, had an incredible, incredible uh, tournament. Uh, so we're looking at 69 for the first. It was his final round, which really got him into the silver, with a 61 par was 71 uh, for the course. And then we had uh, Pan Morikawa, Pereira, Mendes, who I've talked about before, McIlroy, Paul Casey, Matsuyama, all in contention for the bronze. Uh, Pan came away with it uh, in the playoff, and Pan actually had the best round of for best round four out of the playoff. Well, him and Morikawa. Sorry, I shouldn't say that technically. Well, actually, no. Pan did have the best because he ended up getting the bronze, uh, but no, going eight under. Uh, for the final round. Same with Morikawa, Ma- Ma- who just came off winning the British Open as well. You kind of hope that you know, they do succeed, but again, uh, the Americans showing up strong with the four in there, and then Corey Connors in contention. And again, I've talked about Corey Connors as well, and I'm definitely going to look at Mackenzie Hughes. Hughes finished three under four the whole tournament. Corey Connors, 13 under, so it is you know, disappointing that they couldn't get there in the middle, at least put it in, but I'm still happy with their performance. Um, you know, 13 under for Connors. Round two is definitely the struggle at par, but, you know, all the other 69, 66, 65, not bad. But again, round two, if, if he just, you know, got at least two under, similar to round one, Uh, he would have been at least in contention at least for that but he definitely made the good push the final three final two rounds but it just wasn't enough and then women's um, golf now Brooke Henderson is sitting at four under going into the final round or actually no the final round is uh, done she finished with uh, I am losing my spot here right now where was I? Because so I was just taking a look at it here. Yeah, Burke Henderson uh, is done for that. Uh, struggled, kind of, if you're looking at it here. Uh, 74 on the first day, 71 on three, 68 and 67, first two and four. So definitely a uh, tough one to see. But it looks like Kelly Korda, uh Mon Imani, and Lydia Ko will actually, looks like, Co uh, and NMIA are going for a playoff uh, for uh, the silver. So we'll see how that turns out. One's getting silver. It looks like one's going to be getting bronze. So that's uh, definitely a tough one uh, there as well. But overall, it looks like the tournament was good. A lot of people were struggling. Well, just because they're coming off of tournaments, coming into here uh, for the Olympics, the weather, everything. It's definitely, definitely tough uh, to have that happen. So it's good to have everything there um i will on monday talk about uh catch up on the pga championship as well as catch up on the lpga as well i know i haven't talked much about it but it it is there uh to discuss a lot of things do happen there as well and you know the lpga is trying to grow get itself back there i've talked about the history of it as well especially when it came to the history of golf um So and definitely I'm going to be getting more into that as well. But definitely has been an exciting Olympics as well. Again, don't want to take that away. And then again, next Monday, I will be catching up on LPGA and PGA Championship. Or not PGA Championship, the PGA uh, for that. So definitely going to be exciting uh, to catch up on that as well. There's tournaments going on this weekend while the Olympics are going on. So kind of can't just... Ignore it with the Olympics, but it definitely has been a great two weeks, and that's what's going to be kicking off my uh, ten. It's not really a ten, uh, top ten this week. It's definitely going to be a shout out to the ten Olympic athletes uh, that just were just remarkable this week. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking about them right now. So here is my top ten. Five, four, three. Two, one, zero, all engine running, off. we have a liftoff. Starting off with my first shout out was going to be Lawrence Vincent, a point, uh, having two medals, succeeding in the kayak, uh, the C200 and also the C500, coming away with a silver and a bronze. Uh, next, we're going to go with Kylie Masseys, who's just been incredible in the swimming events. Coming away with two silvers in the 102 meter, 200 meter backstroke, plus also adding another Olympic medal uh, for the relay. Uh, Number eight, we're going with Mohammed Ahmed, uh, who just had an incredible time uh, finishing sixth in the 10,000 meter, but bringing home silver in the 5,000 meter. I did mention about what he did in the 2019 world championships and just recommending for people to check that out going with maude Charon, uh winning gold in olympic weightlifting in the 64 64 kilogram event uh congratulations to them it was one of the first medals won at the beginning of the olympics for team canada number six, uh, well, my sixth shout out is going to be the women's Women's 8 for rowing, bringing home the gold. We're incredible, incredible for that, especially with the struggles for Canadian rowing over the last couple of Olympics. So congratulations to them. Uh, My fifth one, we're looking at McNeil, who actually brought home, So sorry, Margaret McNeil, uh, who brought home the first Olympic medal for Team Canada, uh, winning the uh, women's 100-meter butterfly. Not only that, bringing back... Two more medals as well for her assistance in the relays uh, with her teammates. Number four, uh, my shout-out there, going to Damien Warner, being probably the greatest athlete on the planet, but winning the gold uh, for Canada, the first gold in the decathlon. So congratulations to them. Or sorry, congratulations to him. Number, my next one, technically three, uh, Andre de incredible olympics bringing home gold and two bronze one in the relay the 100 and winning gold uh in the 200 meter just incredible especially with the changes since you know um usain bolt is no longer around so it's always gonna be a battle number two uh shout out to penny alexiak who is now the most decorated canadian olympian here being very incredible uh, at these games uh, nothing really to dominate winning a silver couple bronzes we saw what she was capable of doing we're hoping for you know more but listen she is the most decorated Canadian there is for the Olympics now uh, it's just remarkable and her future is not done still has plenty more left so we'll see what they do at the next Olympics she's only going to get better only get stronger as time will go but definitely going to be exciting to see in the next four years what they sorry actually last 3 years now uh for the next olympic games so we'll see what she's capable of doing she's only in her tw- early 20s 21 right now so good for her and let's hope that she can keep it going and then lastly the biggest shout out that is well deserved is our women's soccer team winning gold beating Sweden today or sorry yesterday in the finals to capture it in penalties. So congratulations to Christine Sinclair, that whole team bringing home the gold for that. It was just incredible and everyone was excited for that when that happened. So good for them. It's good for Canada. Good for soccer. Canada soccer, everything just incredible for that as well. So those were my shoutouts. honorables. I do like to mention uh, the women's relay team. Uh, Different ones each time, but Brought home silver and bronze. Uh, We're also looking at Melissa Cetrini uh, below. And Jennifer Abel for bringing home silver in diving. And also, Clint Clatt winning uh, bronze in judo as well. And many more athletes as well. So lots of that. So I did talk about that earlier as well. But those were my shout-outs to those athletes. Just incredible what they've done at these Olympic Games. Um, There's more still to come with the weekend. But... Just incredible what they did. Um, that's it for the podcast today. Um, Monday, I will definitely be breaking more down, going over the weekend, talking about that. No picks this weekend, uh, that's for sure. I will be probably doing picks on Monday, especially with preseason starting next week. So I'm definitely going to mix it in with some baseball, MLSC soccer. Not only that, we are not too far away from kickoff with... Champions League or not, Champions League uh, English Premier League, which means Champions League is not far around the corner. Europa League FA Cup as well. Um, we're not too far away from the World Cup starting next year in 2020, so definitely going to be exciting. But not won't be talking about the World Cup yet. But English Premier League, we'll be getting back into that. August 13th is the first matches set, ready to go. So Definitely going to be discussing that. We'll see how Manchester United does. Uh, We saw how great Man City was last year. So it's definitely going to be a lot of fun uh, going forward. But um, lots to cover on Monday's podcast. Recap uh, some Olympics. Catch up on some Major League Baseball. Talk NFL. Talk English Premier League because we're getting close to it. Talk Lionel Messi going to PSG. Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, looks like they'll be, he'll be joining them as well. So that club is going to be looking a little strong since he's no longer with Barcelona. But again, lost the cover, lost to catch-up. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the shout-out. Uh, shout-out to our Canadian athletes. Definitely well-recognized. Lots more uh, happening this weekend as we're coming near the end of the Olympics. So Monday, I will catch up on all that that I discussed and much, much more. So enjoy. Uh, the rest of your weekend Uh, enjoy the weather enjoy uh, spending time with everyone Uh, enjoy again enjoy the rest of your night and weekend this is the training jimmy's podcast